This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, hey, what do you say, Al? How are you, sir, on this Tuesday? Hi, Jerry. I know you said you uh, listened a little bit to the podcast I did uh, yesterday with uh, Eddie, and I'm still obsessed over trying to find uh, th- this perfect coffee machine, which, as far as I know, doesn't exist. Well, I don't one know guy which... that I know tweeted you one. Yeah, a number of people tweeted me. Well, here's the problem. I was looking for, you know, a machine that I can do single serve and a pot of coffee. That's right. what I want. I don't want K-Cups. I love pour-over coffee, but it does its work in the morning. French presses work, percolator work. I want something that I can, in the morning, I go downstairs, fire up the machine, get my stuff ready, and I'm ready to go. Uh, so every time someone sends me a machine that looks interesting, I look at the reviews, and what do I see, Jerry? Not hot enough. And then I'm turned off. So I don't know what to do. I guess I'm just going to be stuck. I mean, do you, your coffee in the morning, is it? I have no issues. It's hot. Yeah, it's fine. And I, now that I actually, because of your podcast, yeah, I went into the settings on the Keurig and actually made it a little bit hotter. I didn't realize I could do that. So I went from the default setting, I forget, it was 182 degrees, and I was able to take it all the way to 197. So I put it at 190. Yeah, you should be able to go to 205. That's yeah, the real I, see, I don't like Wawa. I think Wawa is actually too hot. Yeah. Um, so that's why and I can't go to that. And what, so I went to 190. And what do you put in your coffee when you're, when you're, before you consume it? I measure out two tablespoons of creamer. Is it uh cold creamer? Yeah, it is. But it's, it's literally, I it's measure it. So it's you like, measure. it's nothing. Right. Two tablespoons compared to the way some people use creamer or milk. Yeah. I mean, some of them pour, you know, a quarter of a cup. I've tried like, every. It's like drinking candy. I've tried every trick in the book. Uh, I use the almond milk in the morning. Sometimes I put the uh, milk in the bottom first. Yeah. And I have the hot coffee go over it instead. Other times I, I've tried microwaving the mug. Yeah. Just it. It's a race to finish my coffee before it gets cold. I I don't know. Make six ounce cups. Uh, I'm just so frustrated because this should be a very simple thing, Jerry. I hear you. Very simple. I understand. And I'm reminded that there was actually last season or two, I think last season on Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry was going to this coffee shop and he his complaint at the coffee shop was that the coffee was not hot enough. There you go. And the owner was like, it's hot enough. And Larry's like, if it's hot enough, am I? why would I be able to 
dip my nose into it, which is what he did. That would not he be goes, hot. Because look at me dipping my nose in it. No, it's That's not, not hot. <laughs> right. I want to dip my nose in my coffee and it'd be hot. And be burning That's all hot. I'm asking, Jerry. I did watch the first episode. Yeah. It was okay. You thought it was really funny. I thought it was really good. Greg didn't think it was funny at all. I right. was somewhere in the middle. I thought it had moments where it was laugh out loud funny. Yes. But it ended so, like, I was like, that's it? Yeah. Well, but they it was continue. Okay. They continue. So I, oh, I know. I I'm watched episode two yesterday was uh, the second one. Okay. It's good. I, uh, I'm happy with it. That's all that matters. And, uh, normally, I hate everything. And right? I saw enough that I'll go back and watch the next one yeah. for sure. But I it was see. interesting. A couple of news stories I have for you, oh, Jerry. Oh, news stories. When I first saw this headline, tell me if, you, if it seems odd, okay? Yeah. Peloton... And Delta Airlines okay. are offering classes in the clouds with in-flight partnership. How do you suppose Peloton and Delta will be offering classes in the cloud while you're on an airplane? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. So I was like, well, I know Peloton is a bike. Well, Peloton's got a whole bunch of different things now. Yeah. So here's what but it is. But you still, you can't get up and exercise in a plane. Right. The airline has partnered with uh, Peloton. For a new initiative called Classes in the Clouds, a catalog of guided meditations and stretches available for Delta passengers. So people on Delta planes are going to be stretching now. uh, Okay. All right. Weird, right? I guess you could do butt exercises. There's no room in these seats to even sit. Have you seen how large people are? I'm with you. The only I give credit to JetBlue. Yeah, they have maintained their size and space. Right? Whereas I've been on United, I've been on American. They've gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. And Americans are getting larger and larger. It doesn't yeah. make sense, I right, know. Jerry? I people squeeze in. That's why usually the only times I fly those airlines are when I'm with my wife and my kids, and so we have the majority of the room of the row there. Yeah, yeah. So if it's three and three. Those three will have the three seats themselves, and I'll sit on the aisle, and I'll. it is what it is. You would think as Americans get larger, we would get larger seats. It must have been a pleasure to fly in, like, the 70s when people were not obese. I got to be honest. I don't think I really would want to get on a plane in the 70s right now. Well, you don't think the technology? Think the technology's better now <laughs> than it was in 1972. Even though your seats are roomier? Yeah, Less I'm technology, th- but I'd, better seats? Didn't have to wear a seatbelt. You could smoke. Right. <laughs> Do I have sex? I mean, honestly, where do you think the Mile High Club came from? People the 70s. Like, people were lighting cigarettes on airplanes. Yeah. No problem. No, right next to you with no, an yeah. ashtray. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I used to put my gum in the ashtray. And there was nothing worse than when you get on a plane and it wasn't cleaned out. Right. You got nothing ah. but, you know, cigarette butts there. Right. Or at the very oh, least, you had, like, ashes that were left over oh, yeah. from when they emptied the thing. Yeah. How to turn. Now think about the turnover they have. A plane comes in. People get off. They run a vacuum down it's, the aisle. Let's go back on. We're heading back to the same pot we just came from. I know. Weren't you under the impression, like, well, sometimes you get on a plane and the seat's warm. Yeah. Weren't you under the impression that when a plane stopped at an era, like, they did a full, like, hours-long inspection? No. They don't. They do. Well, hours-long, no. I do know that even now, even when they have the turn, the quick turnaround of yeah. an hour or whatever, there is a, a routine check that it does happen. What it's like when you bring your car for an oil change and they tell you they give you the seven or eight point, you know, yeah. check. They do that that stuff. But are they taking it under the looking under the hood? No, they're not. No. But I also think too the diagnostics tell you everything you need to know for the most part. Like the the 
The plane's oh, a computerized. Computer. Yeah. So the computer model is going to tell you if you're low on something or if something's not running efficiently or what it needs to be doing. So I think that's kind of been taken out of our hands to a certain extent. But I don't know. I've tested. Uh, I've tested it with the cars. How they say multi-point inspection. Yeah. One, I know they want to do it because they're then going to sell you on things. Hey, yeah. Your brakes look low. Yeah. But other times I think they don't really do it because a couple times I went and my one of the things I was interested in was evening out my tire pressure. Right. You know, some were high, some were low. Yeah. And I didn't tell them, but that's one of the checks. Your right. tire didn't do anything to it. Nothing. Them. No. And then I did because I used to work in a shop, as you know. I one time went in for an oil change to one of these big places that you hear all the time. I personally changed my air filter the week prior, maybe like, like four or five days prior. And the guy came out with a filthy air. Is that right? Yeah. That was not yours. And I said, that's interesting because I just changed it yesterday. And the guy turned like green. I said, I'll take my car now. I said, I don't care where it is. Put oil in it. I'm leaving. Never gone back. Never gone back. So he knew he was caught. Yeah. No, 100% he knew he was caught. Yeah. That's I don't know where he came up with that air filter. It must have yeah. been something they keep there. Trying to sell me $30 of what I don't need. So now, if I go to a place like that, which I don't really, but there is one, like I do like like a Jiffy Lube when mm-hmm. I need quick, and I, and I drive by and I see there's no one there, I will go, and I will, when I tell them, oil change, that's it. I don't care what else you find. Just please do the oil change. Right. And if they do and they don't bother me, I give them a $10 tip on top of what they, and I'm out. Tip in the Jiffy Lube. I, I will, yes. If you don't bother me, if you respect my wishes, if you want to tell me, that's fine, but don't try and sell me anything, I'll, I give them a $10 tip. If you start to annoy me, nothing. No tip. Correct. All right. Well, soon, Jerry, you'll be doing Peloton stretching exercises when you fly the friendly skies. Mm, I don't know if I'm going to be doing it. With Delta. Delta Airlines. Washington, D.C., a video came out yesterday that showed a Popeye's restaurant uh, infiltrated with rats. Now, here's the thing. What does infiltrated mean? I saw the video. They were running up the walls into the ceiling. I don't even blame Popeye's. In a big city like D.C., New York City, I can almost guarantee even the finest dining has rats. Yeah. Which is, I do think about when I eat in New York City. Yeah. Like, we, our radio station is near a number of restaurants. One restaurant in particular we used to see when we would park on a certain street. Yeah. Tons of rats. Oh, yeah. Running all around this restaurant. And I've eaten there. So I have to know. You know they're in the walls. Right. That 100%. rats were nibbling yeah. on the unrefrigerated food. No so doubt. rats not getting in a refrigerator. No, but anything it can get to, it's yeah. going to get to. Now I'll get a, a tweet from somebody. I, I had a rat that got my refrigerator. I know it happens occasionally. A rat can chew through anything. But for the most part, I feel like if I get refrigerated food, a rat ain't eating it. There was a place. So when I was a kid. I would say between the ages of 9 and 12, I guess. Yeah. When I played Pop Warner football. My parents, me and my brother, my brother played two years younger than me, but he also played football. So after a big Sunday of football, we get done around 4 o'clock usually. My, me and my brother and my parents, we would go out with these two other families, and there was this Italian restaurant that was relatively close by that we went every Sunday, like every Sunday during the football season. And I'll never forget the final week of the football season. It's probably good it happened this way. We were leaving, and we went out a side door because of where we were parked that particular day. The owner told us to go out this other way. Well, 
going out that way gave you a view of the kitchen. I never saw my mom so disgusted. I mean, it was, I'm not saying rats, filthy beyond filthy to where we never went back again. I'm talking years every Sunday, not all year, during the football season, seven or eight Sundays, every Sunday we went there for two or three years, never stepped foot in that restaurant again. And I'm sure other restaurants are like that too, but the fact that we saw it and we knew it, oh. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind a lot of Horrible. I do like the restaurants where the kitchen is part of the restaurant decor and sure. you can see them cook. That I like. When it's wide open. You see yeah, the fire wide open. going. Yes. yes, I agree. I feel like they got to be a little cleaner. They have to be because everybody can see what's going on. Yeah, I was in like an IHOP over the weekend, like diners. Yeah. I can't, the, those places that serve everything. Yeah, sure. I can't imagine what's going on back well, there. Well, what I also don't understand, and I have a friend of mine that owns one of those places. I should ask him because I'm just curious. Like, I understand a restaurant that only sells a specific type of cuisine. Yes. So you're going to load up on your chicken breast. You're going to load up on your steak and, you know, your potatoes and your vegetables. But that's probably oh, it. pasta, Jerry. A place like a diner. How are they turning over that food? And if they don't, how much of it goes to waste? How much of it is spoiled that they're still using? Like, there's got to be a lot of wasted money, resources, and food. Right. Like, you could go to a diner and get a shrimp dinner. Yeah. And you can also get brisket. A cheesesteak and two eggs and bacon. Mm-hmm. It's I don't yeah, know. That's a great question. I'd love to tour a uh, the the back end of a diner. I'm going to a diner and getting meatloaf. Yeah, and it's people there. do all the time. Mm-hmm. Is that meat fresh, or has it been sitting there for three weeks waiting for someone to order it? Right, because even if it's frozen, how are they thawing it out and making it for me? I, and it's coming out the same time as the eggs. I don't know. Right, because those eggs come out in seven minutes. Yeah, I think there's certain things you order in a diner that are safe. All breakfast foods, paninis, sandwiches, and burgers. Do you think some of those meals are frozen meals? I don't mean just like the meats. For, I mean like... The whole meal. The whole... Like you're getting a... What the hell is it? Um, not hamburger helper. The hungry man. I mean like the big ones that they make. And all they do is put it in the microwave for seven minutes and then just put it on the plate nice and add mm. a couple of fresh vegetables. Uh, maybe. I mean, wouldn't shock me. I don't know that that's wrong either. Right. But that's the way you turn it out. It is not going bad. I don't know. I used to love a hungry man a Salisbury steak. Yeah. Who wouldn't? That was good. Did you like the chocolate cake too? Yeah. Or I like the one that had like a um, like a cherry. Cherry's Jubilee. Yeah. Cherry's, <laughs> <laughs> cherry's Jubilee. I used to eat it too. I yeah. Know. I grew up on that stuff. Yes. But now I even think now, I just, I think the food, like fast food and food like that is made so much different now and less healthy than we, when we ate it. Uh, Yeah. I think we eat less of it though. But like, if you were to take a look at the ingredients for a hungry man thing that when, when in the 1980s, say versus the same hungry man today, I bet you, I bet you nutritionally. It's different. Well, I think, one, you're getting more now because we all overeat. Everything is more, more, more. So I think you're probably getting more in terms of the amount that's in the meal. I don't – I mean, I still think you got to preserve it with – the biggest issue with with these meals is the sodium. Right. I don't know that that's any different except for the fact that the meal might be smaller, so you're taking in less. But I do know on most of these frozen meals, the sodium count is like 60% of what you should take in for the entire day. Right. In one serving. Yeah, and we didn't even put nutritional value well, stuff. Well, that's true, too. Until, I don't know when that started. Recently. 
You, you really think, the think 90s about it? Or the two thousands? Two thousands. Really? I don't think the nineties. You think like in nineteen ninety eight when I went to the store, they didn't have the nutritional label on? No, it? I don't. Yeah, I really don't. I'll have to Google that. And if so, then that's about when it started. Yeah, but I don't think so. I mean, I remember. You know, it's funny. Bob Usler. Google that. Bob Usler back in the early two thousands. I'll never forget. Like right in front of our, in front of our eyes, Bob lost a lot of weight. And I remember just one day, as I because I was working overnights, he was working evenings. I remember one night just saying, and we were in a story. I'm like, "What the hell is you like? What diet are you doing? Like, are you doing Slim Fast? Are you doing like Weight Watchers?" And he goes, "No, my own diet." I'm like, "Well, what is that?" He goes, "I'm doing the Lean Pocket Diet." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Well, I realized I love buying and eating Lean Pockets." But he did he love Hot Pockets first, or did he love Lean Pockets? All of it. Okay, all the pockets. He decided that he would go for lunch and then dinner one lean pocket for each with vegetables. He's like, A, I'm getting my vegetables. B, I'm eating what I like, even though I want more. After a few days, you kind of get used to just the one. He lost no joke in a year. He lost like 50 pounds. Eating lean pockets. Eating lean pockets. Having a normal breakfast and then lunch and dinner was lean pockets and vegetables. And I, we saw it like right in front of our eye. It was crazy. And he's been that way ever since. Lean pockets. Yeah. Not hot pockets. The lean pockets. Hot pockets. Yeah. I used to get the uh, barbecue hot pocket. Barbecue chicken? No, it was like some barbecue meat. Mm. <laughs> it oh, looked no. like steakums. Oh, I love the barbecue steakum. style. The steakums was good. Yeah. That was good. And the, the lean pocket or the hot pocket that was good was always the ham and cheese. That was the staple. And the pepperoni one was good, except the oils that would come out yeah. of that. Holy Christ. But that was the one that was like a pizza pocket, right? Yeah. That was good. I did Google, Jerry. When did nutritional labels become mandatory? 1990. 1990? The USDA mandated that all food companies were required to make consistent claims and include a detailed standardized nutrition facts panel on all products intended to be sold. I don't remember. I Honestly, you're talking about before I was driving. I don't remember that. Yeah. Now, when did it become mandatory in restaurants? I know every state's different, but I know nutritional labels on restaurants has become a thing. That's got to be recent, no? Let's see. Let's see what they say. And that's where you go to these chain, like I hate going to, whether it's Fridays or a place like that. Now you actually thought for years and years you were eating something relatively healthy. And now you see like a grilled chicken sandwich <laughs> with the way they make it is still like 900 calories. It's like, what? So Jerry, they say they came up with this in 1990, nutrition labels to make them mandatory, but it didn't go into effect until 94. It's still earlier than I thought. Yeah. Still earlier than I thought. And I can't find where it is at restaurants. That's all right. Not a big deal. Now, the restaurants, they make you do only if you have multiple uh, locations in certain Oh, is that states. true? Yeah. So if you just open up your own restaurant, you don't have to. No, because there would be no way for you to know, I guess. But if you were, if you're an Applebee's. Yeah. And then you'll even find in, I don't think New Jersey requires it, but okay. I think I think like a place like Applebee's, since they already are making their menus for all the Applebee's in the country, they just throw them on there. Makes sense. Yeah, makes I sense. like to know. I do too. I, even just as a, you know, it's not exact, right? But as a guide, it's nice to know like where you're at. Exactly. Like there, it's even funny to me, and I didn't realize this until recently. So I would make the um, from Beachbody the their their protein shakes. And I'm like, oh, I'm eating so healthy, and it is. I'm not saying it's not, but calorie wise, I didn't realize the way I was making it. The shake was like 500 calories. A the powder was 170 calories, which surprised me. B, when I measured out the amount of milk I was using, because yeah. sometimes I go half water, half milk. Sometimes I go a full cup of milk. 
and then the peanut butter I was putting in. I'm like, I started adding it into my that Lose It app I have. I'm like, holy crap, this is 480 calories? Right, I thought it was meal. like 250. And you don't realize it until you actually see it. Yes. Frustrating. Very frustrating, yeah. Jerry. Jerry, let's do a warm-up show. That's why I'm almost obese. <laughs> By the way, somebody told me you're you're checking the measurements wrong. You're not close to obese, a guy told me. How? Some random guy. I don't remember. It's pretty simple. Yeah. You put in your height, your age, and it tells you what you should weigh. But you're not in the obese category. No. I'm close to you're it. You're just saying you don't want to be in the ballpark. I don't. I shouldn't be in the ballpark. Oh, what he was saying was is that the BMI is the same for men and women. So when when they say for your height, your weight should be whatever, that you're okay to be in the upper part because you're a man. Yeah, the fact that I'm even and near 40. that. Yeah, but even if you look at, like, if you even, I know you got to go. Even if you look oh, at yeah. U.S. health yeah. uh, weight guidelines for men. What do they say? Well, I'm going to tell you. Guidelines for men, weight, right? Even that will tell you that I am much heavier than I'm supposed to be. And I, by the, this is not a secret. I know that. It's just funny to me that I am that. So this is specifically for men. Okay. All right. This is not the, this has nothing to do with a woman. The average weight, wow, for a, well, that's 47. I'm trying to find the thing here. Oh, this thing doesn't have it. What are you Googling? I want to Google something. No, I was looking for the, the, um, all right, here we go. So this is the healthy height and height in feet and inches for men and the healthy weight for how much you should weigh. Okay. For a 5'8 male, this is not women, the most I should be is 164. Now, I'm probably closer to 5'9", yeah. which takes me to 167, but I'm 194. I'm on ideal weight chart for 5'11", it says 155 to 189. You're saying five foot eight, Jerry? Yeah. This says uh, one thirty nine to one sixty nine. I'm heavy, dude. One thirty nine. I I agree. I totally agree. It's You'd crazy. Be a pin, Jerry. Exactly right. So I don't know. The whole thing is is pretty nuts. But hmm. all right, is what it is. All right, let's do the warm up show, Jerry. Oh, let's. And when we come back here tomorrow, we'll do more sports talk at five a.m. with the warm up program. More than a housewife? Is that what we're doing? Which do we one? Know more sports than a housewife? No, we do not do more than house than a sports life. That's many years ago now. Gotcha. Uh, but we will talk sports. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Fan is your station. We want to hear from you. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Uh, especially we got a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. What is up, the Eddie's area? I can only imagine what it would be like to be you. It's a couple of minutes after 5 o'clock. 
I am sitting across from a man. He wants his coffee hot. He wants his sports good. He wants to be excited. Yesterday, not a lot of that. His name is Al O'Shane Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, you missed, unfortunately, yesterday was a feel-good uh, Mike White Monday. Here yeah, at I WFAN. know. It was very exciting. And we honestly didn't expect too much from the Giants. You know, this would have been one of those things where the previous two seasons, the Giants would have taken this as a moral victory. We didn't get blown out by the Chiefs. We were in the game till the very end. But that's over with, Jerry. We're done taking moral victories Agreed. for the Giants, and they are now 2-6. and six. But there are, there are reasons why. The headsets are going out. No, we're having headset issues. So, I mean, when you're having oh. headset issues, I mean, it's very, very difficult to know when to call timeout and when to do what. And <laughs> So the Giants had headset issues last night? Yes, that was All Joe right. Judge after last well, night. Well, if you're just waking up, I know a lot of you set your alarms for 5 a.m., you like to wake up to the Giants lost. <laughs> that sounded like the warped version yeah, of it. It's warped. pretty good. <laughs> Giants lost the 2017. They hung in there. They, they did hang in. They were out. their own worst enemy. The penalties were, I don't even know, if you're Joe Judge, and I just listened to his entire press conference, yeah, or almost, almost all of it, he continues to go on this, we've got to be better, we'll look at the tape, We'll see where we can make the corrections so that the guys aren't making mistakes and critical. But we're also going to show them the good. Stop with the good. Yeah. You're two and six. Yes, they had opportunities to win. You know why they didn't win? Because they commit stupid penalties at the wrong time. No question. The face mask wasn't a face mask. So let's get that out of the way. That was a blown call. And the taunting thing to me is a joke. And the NFL officiating has become a joke. That having been said, some things that weren't a joke. You can't jump off sides. You just can't. And people that are going nuts over it, how about this? Don't jump off sides. So, I, yes, that terrible. was the uh, game tied 17, Jerry, fourth quarter. Yeah. Darnay Holmes picks off Patrick Mahomes. At the 34-yard line of the At Chiefs. the 34-yard line. But O'Shane. What's Ziminis. his name? Ziminis. Mm-hmm. O'Shane Ziminis called for an offside penalty. He and it's jump. clear as day. I know what's weird is like the internet does this thing where like on Twitter they super slow down things and they make it seem like it, uh, to the naked eye he jumped he right was offside. offside. We've seen this a million times in the NFL. If you jump into the neutral zone and you're close to it and you make that kind of a movement, they're going to throw the flag. So with the game tied at 17, as you said, that would have put the Giants in field goal yeah. range with 427 remaining. Instead, and so the Chiefs go down and kick the field goal. Instead, the Chiefs go and down. And then, and by kick the, the way, the Giants had an opportunity. They get the ball with plenty of time. You've got it. We see this in the NFL every week. They've got a minute seven to where they've got to get to to have a legit chance. Would you say the KC forty? At least, like you feel like you have a puncher's chance. I feel like that, Jerry. I do. And they go the wrong way. Yeah, that was a terrible final drive by the Giants. You know where they lost this game? In my opinion, having I saw some of it last night, and I see I was able to watch a lot of it this morning. They lost the game, in my opinion. At the now, I shouldn't say lost the game. A big part of the game was the way they were at the end of the second quarter. The pen, they had an opportunity to put points on the board, at least get another three on the board. They had plenty of time, and they had a. They were at the forty. I think they were at their own forty-five yard line in the final minute of the of the second quarter. They go backwards with penalties. It's just I don't know, man. They they play hard, but. They've still lost six of eight. They're going nowhere fast. And the coach just continues to say, well, we did some good things. Oh, good. Well, you know what? You're not doing good. Winning. Yeah, late in that uh, first half, the Giant kicked the field goal instead of scoring points, Jerry. You need seven points there. 
I don't disagree with you, but I will I will continue to say they lost the game because of the penalties last night. Too many self-inflicted On that, right, self-inflicted. Just terrible, terrible, couple odd terrible. things, though. You're right. Fullback uh, Eli Penny. I, that taunt, that's not Celebrated right. a 16-yard catch fourth quarter and was called for taunting. That was very questionable. That, questionable. Very questionable. We see this in every game. I know, but just like, how about this? Just shut up. Take your, you're two and. You can, you, yes, you can do that. Two and six. That to me doesn't take the official off the hook for making a bad call. You're right. right. You can, you can say that for sure. That's Joe Judge's fault. I don't blame him. You can certainly say everybody be like Barry Sanders. Just drop the ball. Go back to the huddle. We don't, that's fine. At the end of the day, they actually want the game to be a little bit more exciting. They like the fact that fans enjoy watching guys go crazy in, in, in a good way. A guy going first down. You see it multiple times well, in every game. He said something to the Chiefs defender's face. Oh, come on. Which Grow I up. guess is They're what adults. they, what they got. It's, it's too much. It, uh, too much. I can't take it. I blame Joe Judge for that just because it sounds fun. <laughs> well, I mean, he's listen. He's really? the man in charge. Hey, you got to get your guys. I would say this to my players. You're two and six. Don't celebrate anything. Not even a win. If you win, don't even celebrate. Right at the end, if you well, no, I would say if you win, I, if you win, you could celebrate. Yes, but no first down celebrations, no touchdown celebrations. Can you believe they're two and six? They have the yeah. same amount of wins as the Jets. They stink, and they've stunk for years. It's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. Stink, stank, stunk. Yeah. as the Grinch would say. And the Chiefs were ripe for the taking last night. Yeah. And we let him off the hook, Jerry. Oh, you let him off the hook. All right, those are your Giants, Jerry. You want to crown the Chiefs? Crown them. I'm not crowning anybody. But we, they are who we thought they were. Like they're not actually. They and turn the ball the over. They don't score. Yeah, I don't know what good. they are. They don't even like. I was thinking of this barely. Like I remember the Chiefs in previous seasons. They would throw the ball downfield. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes just dink dunk dunk. That's all last night was. I yeah. I don't know. I'd have to oh, look. Yeah. But from watching the game, the only, like the longest play I can remember pass play, and I'm sure there were others that I'm just not thinking of. There was a 16 yard pass play. I was it the Kelsey? I forget to who. But everything was such a short little pass. He did have a couple of cool arm slot, yeah. arm angle passes. Sure. But this is not the Chiefs that we remember. No. At all. These are not the Chiefs that I like, Jerry. I'm not, not the even Chiefs that win the Super Bowl the last two years. I know. No. They're off your, which, by the way, come, it's Tuesday. Coming it up at Tuesday. 525, we get Al's fair-weathered fraudulent five. Yeah. So we you look forward to that. But the Chiefs are no longer on that list. No. Well, as far as we know. We're not There's sure. There's no chance you're putting them on the list after We're last We're not sure. Night. They won yesterday, Jerry. I don't know. They didn't win convincingly. They did not win convincingly. You know? And they continue to not cover the spread at all, ever. I know. I know. I know. I I actually took a minus the 10 last night. Me too. I had a good hit Sunday night. Is that right? I had a horrible Sunday. I mean, just embarrassing. And I won it all back. I picked a nice little Nets minus 12 and a half and Cowboys to win in Minnesota. I did. It was actually pretty good one. You took a Nets? I did. Cowboys I don't know why. Parlay? I, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I figure, what the hell? I, I kind of felt like the Nets were going to play well, yeah, which they did. And then I don't know why I had a weird, even with Dak Prescott out, I had a very strange feeling that they play well and defensively they played well, and they won. So even early on with the Giants, right? They get the uh, Patrick Mahomes pick in the end zone that goes Bing Bong Bing off of everybody, and, and you're pregnant. Bing Bang Boom, you're pregnant, right? And then Daniel Jones gives it right back, right. So then you had the the uh, taunting penalty, questionable. The face, face mask, mask penalty was penalty wrong. on uh, Kelsey. That was Kels, not whatever he's calling himself. Kelsey, that that was not a penalty. Nobody that was, touched his face mask. Nope. Bad call. Bad call. 
uh, that had the offsides penalty. Yeah. Those not to mention, n- well, not to mention various offside penalties, offensive offside penalties in the second quarter. I mean, they just, and I give Bob Papa, Bob Popper. Bob Popper. I give him a lot of credit because what did he do? even he was, was here. This is how you lose games. And that was after the back-to-back penalties in the fourth quarter. Can't do it. Can't do it. Giants had a lead at one point, Jerry, 17-14. And you thought. At the start of the fourth quarter, they and, were winning. Yeah, and you th- and, and I thought, too, they did a good job not giving up seven on the two field goal drives because the Chiefs could have went down and put 14 points on the board Correct. rather than six. And then people are getting on Joe Judge for the use of the time, the way he used his timeouts. But he had headphone issues, you said. Well, that was more, I think, more so. That wasn't at that stage. I think it was more a matter of the first half they were having issues. Um, but you you still have an opportunity. You got a minute and change left. Get the game to overtime. All right, let's go. And instead, field goal. they can't block anybody, and it's just awful. Daniel Jones looked like he was in panic mode back there on the final drive. Well... Pretty much the way it played out. How about this, Jerry? I saw this in one of these. Uh, I think it was a New York Post article. Daniel Jones is zero and six in prime time. Yeah, he's 0-6. almost he's almost as bad or not worse than Kirk Cousins. My gosh! Right? Isn't Kirk Cousins' prime time record atrocious? I don't know. I think it is. He's a not ready for prime time player. Well, you can make that case. Although I know I don't think Daniel Jones committed any penalties last night. He did not. Kirk Cousins, I'm pretty sure his primetime record is is horrendous. It stinks. He but, stinks. Well, you know, not as bad as Owen. He's 8-17. Eight 8. <laughs> which is terrible. Guy's had a lot of uh, primetime games. But he's also won eight times. Not right. Well, he's been around a lot longer, too. Yeah, 2-6. and six, I mean, you're right. The Giants and the Jets have equal record. Two wins. Yeah, they both have two wins. And what's really, if you're a Giant fan, what's going to drive you nuts? No, no, I know you're not. I know you're not. But if you look at the NFC, and I, I believe the guys talked about this yesterday, yeah, the difference between two and six and three and five right now, I mean, you've got the Packers in the North. Okay, fine, they're seven and one. Got it. You have two seven and one teams in the West, Cardinals and Rams. You've got the Cowboys six and one in the East, and in the South, all right, you got the Bucks and the Saints. That leaves nothing more than three win teams. Like you're right, you would have been right there, and now you're a two and six team. You could have been in the mix. Gotta have it. And I don't know that they're coming home Sunday. They're playing the Raiders, who for whatever reason have played better after John Gruden resigned. The Raiders. I, you know, you tell me. They beaten the Raiders Sunday at one. No. They'd be two and seven. They're Is not that... going to beat. They might beat the Raiders, Jerry. They're not beating the Raiders. Well, which team's coming? The Raiders are coming. Well, we'll see. Just win, baby. It is a 1 o'clock game. That helps them. They've got a commitment to excellence, the Raiders, for years, Jerry, since the 70s. They really haven't been excellent in a long time, so I want to drop that one. Commitment to excellence. Right now, it's a commitment to Vegas. (laughs) Jim Rome used to say, back when Jim Rome used to do fun, funny radio shows, he used to say, commitment to excrement. That's hilarious. (laughs) That was funny back in the 90s, Jerry. I'm sure it was. <laughs> that was when he was yelling at everybody. That was when he was, yeah, making fun of everybody for, for three hours a day. By the way, the Panthers have four wins, so excuse me. I oh, forgot okay. about that. Excuse me. They're excuse four me. and four. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes. Oh, yeah, and yeah, Sterling yeah. Shepard got hurt again. Uh, quad injury. Quad. Right before the half, I think it was, yeah. Where's that? Uh, you like your thigh? Yeah. 
You ever do that? You ever quad hurt your injury? quad? Although no. your legs are so thin, I don't know that you have a quad muscle. Yeah, I don't muscle. think I have quad <laughs> muscles. You have bone and skin. <laughs> I have bone on bone action, Jerry. Isn't that a talk show somewhere? Bone the on bone skin? and skin show? No, it's your guys in Dallas, skin and, uh, Skinner in the bone. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I like Sean and RJ. No, no, there's a, the, the, there's a show in Dallas, Skin and Bones or Bony. No, there's no bony skin. What are you talking skinny about? Skinny boners or in the morning. <laughs> no, 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 no. In the morning show. Let's see, skin. I'm going to put it in yeah, here. Yeah, Barry and Skin or something. Skin radio show. Yeah. I'm sure you're probably right. I should Do know this. you want to see some skin? Oh, the Ben and Skin ben show. And skin, yeah. But that's not our station. I don't oh, listen okay. to them. Me neither. I, I listen to the either. fan in Dallas. That's what I do. This is uh, the Eagle in There's Dallas. multiple sports stations there in are. Dallas? Yeah, yeah, there are. Just like big markets. Doesn't like Philly have multiple sta- sports they stations? Do. Yeah, you're right. New York does. Mm-hmm. I believe, as a terrible sports town, but I believe L.A. has multiple sports stations. Is that right? I think so. All right. And now you've got multiple sports stations with skin in the bone. <laughs> At one time in the, in the 90s, Tampa had three sports radio stations. But a lot of those Crazy. didn't have a lot of local programming, correct? Uh, correct. Which one did you sell for? <laughs> the one with local programming. Oh, okay. Well, you also worked for the Fabulous Sports Babe. I did, but I was on the downside of her career. When she was syndicated, though. Yeah, but it was Fugazi syndication. Why? Like the company that she worked for, they'd be like Seattle affiliate, but really it was like a small suburban town in Washington. Oh, I see. But you could say that you were on. Well, they did. I didn't say that. No, I understand. When you sold it, though, because I hear you were killing it. Down I did there. not sell the sports, babe. I sold Buccaneers Radio Network. Buccaneers Football. Buccaneers Football, Jerry. And they were good at the time. They were good. I sold Buccaneers Football, and then I concentrated on just selling Jim Rome show. Oh, that makes sense. Because I, lo- I was like hardcore Jim Rome. And now you're not. Now I'm not, because there's just too many interviews. A lot of it's interviews. enough. To me, there's a happy balance. Yeah, the, there's no balance there. It's no balance. Interviews. Well, got to get through three hours or four. Anyway, all right, let's take three. a break. We're just getting started. When, all we, right. when we come back, oh, I'm going to yeah. give Al a moment because when we come back, we will have Al's Fairweathered Fraudulent Five yes. list of favorite teams after week eight in the NFL. And by the way, week nine kicks off Thursday night with the Jets yes, and do. the Colts. So that's in just a couple of nights. All right, quarter after five, soon to be uh, 16 after five. Um, we got Boomer and Geo coming at six right here on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, hey, what do you say? It's 523. Nice to have you with us. It is a Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday as we put Week 8 in the NFL in the old books, as they say. Giants lose to the Chiefs. Oh, by the way, the Knicks lost. That's right. The Knicks lost as well. At home, a bad loss to the Raptors. But I'm sure we'll find a way to get positives out of that. Uh, That having been said, it's Tuesday. And we've got different little benchmarks that we hit throughout the week. And so right now, it is time for what we call, and we do look forward to this every week because it changes most weeks. It is now time for Al's Fairweathered Fraudulent Five List of Favorite Teams. Take it away, Al, dude. So how does this work, Jerry? This is uh, my list of teams that I'm currently rooting for. I may purchase their gear. I may be hopping on the bandwagon. Proves what a fraud you are, yes. I see. Yeah. 
And it changes every week because uh, you're a fraud. what goes on during the week. There are some teams that, even though they lose, they hang in there in my fraudulent five. And there are other teams that fall in and out. I've fallen in and out of love, Jerry. You, I know you've NFL fallen teams. in and out of love with the Kansas City Chiefs. I know that. I have. Fraud! Fraud! <laughs> Last week, the Cincinnati Bengals were on my list. They're gone. They're out. I mean, they lost to the Jets. They did. So, Jerry, and I start with number one, which you think is odd, but a lot I of do times... I think it's odd. A lot of times, number one is the least, the, the most predictable, so I start with one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes sense. I, go, I know where you're going. A surprise number one for the Fraudulent Five of teams I'm currently rooting for, Jerry, and I'm rooting hard. Can I guess? Yes. I only say this because you can't stand them. You're not going to go with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, no. are you? Okay. The new York Jets. Oh, Jesus. Da, 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 Mike White. Maybe you've heard of Mike White. You were out yesterday, Jerry. He's the talk of the town. I think we should change the name of this to Bandwagon, bandwagon Jumper. No, it's too many. You can't change you the You and the rest of New York. The guy, the guy threw for fraud. 400 yards. Fraud. No fraud. All good, but fraud. If Mike White wins Thursday night, Jerry. You want Zach Wilson traded. <laughs> I want him out. <laughs> Think of the, t- the amount of time he'll have to celebrate because they don't then they don't play Sunday. They got to go a whole nother week of just Mike White dun, 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 walking around the town. With I the wouldn't King's be hat, stunned if they won Thursday with the night. With crown on, he's got every chance to win Thursday night. Plus, every he's got the team pumped. Yeah, I know. That's Mike White. I know the team is pumped up, Jerry, and that means a lot. Good luck, Indianapolis, because my number one team. The New York Jets. I'll probably wear their hat tomorrow. Mike White is coming for you. Mike White's coming for you. The number two. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. It yeah. would energize an NFL season around here yes. at least for another week because right now, otherwise, even with the win, and it, that was fun yesterday, you know, being able to enjoy it. That's all good. They come out and lose, though, Thursday night, and then the Giants are 2-6. and six. It's like kind of right back to where we were. Right. If he wins Thursday night, now, as you say, you've got another 10 days of a football season to talk about. I sure do, Jerry. So, I my, hear you. My number two team I'm currently rooting for, Fraudulent Five, the Dallas Cowboys. They also have a guy, Jerry. Maybe you've heard of him, Cooper Rush. I have heard of him. You know, Cooper Rush and Mike White were teammates in Dallas. I did not know that. Yeah. A few years I, ago. I would love a buddy sitcom with the two of them. Cooper Rush and Mike White go and hang out and... Hit the town after their big wins. They did a movie about him. It's called Amadeus. Amadeus. <laughs> Number three, Jerry hanging in there at seven and one. The Arizona Cardinals hanging in there, even though a loss. Even though they lost. All right, I like that. Uh, also coming in at number four, my fraudulent five, the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, well, this is not a surprise to me because if the Chargers win, you're going to always root for the Chargers. You love the Chargers. And finally, Jerry, even though they did f- lose to the Patriots, they did. They're verge. They're on the verge. Are the Patriots still there? They are not. Well, how, time now. Hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Jerry, the now Patriots I got to call. The, no. The Patriots were only there one week. How do you take them off? They went and beat the Chargers they, in L.A. They were they were off even the previous week. But you put them on. But this changes week in and week I out. I know, but they beat the Chargers in L.A. Doesn't matter. You got to prove it multiple weeks. Because the Chargers are my team. But how did you put them on the first time? Uh, because I, I liked uh, I liked what they were doing. And you didn't on. like Sunday. I, I thought Sunday got, was tremendous. I'm still on Chargers. If they'd beat somebody else, maybe they make the list. Ponderous, man. Ponderous. Ponderous. <laughs> and number five, <laughs> L.A. Rams. So, Jerry, my fraudulent five, 
Jets, Cowboys, Cardinals, Chargers, Rams. What will it take for the Packers to get on your list? I don't know. I was eyeballing them. You don't like them. I don't like them. I was eyeballing them today. Eyeballed. I gave them the eyeball test. I don't care for Aaron Rodgers. They lost that first game, and everyone thought what we thought, and all they've done is won seven straight now. I just don't care for Aaron Rodgers. You don't like that new gif of him no, with I the did. face mask that in his mouth? That I did like. It looked like a scary Halloween picture. Kind of funny, actually. When he got smashed on uh, yeah. on Sunday. Was it Sunday game? It was Sunday, yeah, Sunday, yeah. Yeah. And he got all beat up. No, it was the Thursday night Thursday game. Thursday night game, right, right against, the, against my Cardinals. Again, that's right. They beat your Cardinals. That's right. And yet they remain. I'm I'm puzzled by your list. Well, I'll tell you, the Chargers and the Rams are both hanging on because I'm losing interest in them. But as for now, that's what I got. Now, why? Let me ask you this. Yeah. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. (laughs) Why? When I just when I look at the list. All right. I'm just curious. Two things. Why no? I know they played the no. Why no Bills? Why no Raiders? You love the Raiders. I know. I need five and two. Jerry, I'm trying to distance myself from the Raiders controversy right now. Maybe if they beat the Giants, I'll, I'll a couple weeks will have passed. But you had nothing to do with the controversy. I know, but I, Jerry, I, for my image, I'm trying to stay away from. And controversy. why? Because of Derrick Henry, the Titans are out because they have no chance to win now the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, it turns well, out I don't really quick. love the Titans well, as much really? as I thought. I love them. Of course you don't. So they're off the list. They're off the list. All right. Keep your feet on the ground, and you know. Climb the food charts, if you yep. will. <laughs> Climbing the food charts over here, Jerry. I see T.Y. Hilton is out for Thursday night. That's good news for the Jets. There you go. That's more potential for a Mike White victory. What is, have you looked Concussion. yet? What is the line? Do you know? Um, Opening line. Let's hmm. see. Something tells me it was like eight points or something. Eight keep, points, yeah. really? Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the food chain. I find that hard to believe. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see if I can find the answer for you really That's quick. Right, Jay. That's right, Jay. Let's see. Jets, Colts, week nine. Yeah. If I can find it here. Are you internet. kidding me? What's it at now? The Colts minus ten and a yeah. half. They don't believe, Jerry. No one believes in Mike White. We're all about Mike White because we live here. And we know the energy he brings. The Colts are three and five. I know. But those clowns in Indianapolis, Jerry, it's just a bunch of John Mellencamp listening, farm aid having, chicken growing, hen hatching, hay baling, hay seeds out there. Hay seeds? That's where we're going here? (laughs) That actually was kind of rough to get through, wasn't it? (laughs) I had to be careful I didn't offend anyone, Jerry. They not only are only three and five. Yeah. Carson Wentz threw one of the worst interceptions <laughs> yeah. ever the other day. That was not a good one, yeah. I know. Ten and a half points. But this is like, you know when they go, oh, the wow. spread's talking to me. No, actually, I'm not. Oh, I'm, no, you're not it's one not. of those people? I am not. No. Yeah, so that's happening, Jerry. So, hmm. that's it. I'm surprised. I really am. I'm surprised by that. Well, I guess you'll be taking the Jets. I will be taking the Jets. I will Thursday. be taking the Jets as well. At least, I mean, hell, to at least cover the number. Also, Jerry, lest you think Zach Wilson f- is uh, somehow anti Mike White. Of course. They, now, be- I know he was the first one to go tell, you know, cheer for him. He said, Mike White said he was the first guy off the field to give him a big hug. He had a big old smile. This is what happens Zach Wilson gets in the car, parking lot of the Meadowlands. Locks the door, puts the key in the ignition, and says, you've got to be effing kidding and me. And screams really loud. <laughs> yes, he might. He RQB might. Mike White's on fire. <laughs> RQB Mike White's on fire. <laughs> He's going to set this league on fire.
<laughs> That's number one on the food chart. Fraud! Right now. Fraud! Oh, That's funny. Yep. Wow. Oh, yeah, Jerry. And also yesterday, uh, you know, everyone was so enamored by Mike White. I mean, I heard it from uh, 5 a.m. with CeeLo yeah. and I all the way till uh, Carton and Roberts signed off. I met on NFL Network Sunday night. It was crazy. Mike White, by the way, won the MVP of the day on Red Zone with Scott Hansen. He threw for 405 yards. And we didn't know anything about him, Jerry. I went right to his Wikipedia page. I yeah. couldn't find out anything personal about him. But I did find out he is married to his college sweetheart. Well, good for them. And they have fraternal twins. Okay. Let me ask you this. When I say fraternal twins, does that mean two of the same sex or one boy, one girl? I actually have no idea. Interesting. I don't know. It could be either one. Oh. (laughs) Wait a minute. You could have twin boys that are not identical? Yes. Oh, no, I knew that. Oh, I didn't know Oh, of course you could. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's what the fraternal means. Oh, I thought fraternal meant boy and a girl. No. Two sperm, two eggs. Two sperm, two eggs. Maternal. Is one egg, two sperm. We have friends that have so triplets. Confusing. Not identical at all. Really? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Look, very, very different, too, actually. Different body builds. Could you imagine going to the hospital and delivering triplets? Uh, oh I couldn't imagine going to the hospital delivering one, let alone two or three or more. No, I couldn't. That's insane. You go have you seen three, it? No. You go home with three babies at one time? And no one goes with you. I know. I always tell you, that was like the most shocking thing was when we, when we left with Matthew and the nurse came with us, brought him to the ground, like, aren't you coming? <laughs> like, I, no, no, you're on your own. I can't take care of my dog. I couldn't imagine I came home with three babies. And yet you'd figure it out. If I had you might babies. get divorced, but you'd figure it out. Me and my three babies. Yeah. You and I would dress them babies. all like Jerry. If I had three well, babies. You'd be, you'd be insufferable. <laughs> you'd leave and write checks. Let's be honest. <laughs> if I had three babies, they'd all be in different NFL teams gear. <laughs> this is my Chargers fan baby. This is my Cardinals fan oh, baby. And this man. is my new Mike White fan baby. My God. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Is your dad like this too? No, my dad uh, could figure things out. Was, <laughs> so where'd you come from? He was an adaptable guy. Like your sisters, too, have a good head on their shoulders from oh, what yes. you tell me. Very good head. So on what their happened to you? Um, I don't know. Something happened to Jerry. Something happened along the way. My goodness. I and, don't know. And you even you haven't even had the midlife crisis yet. Right. Well, Imagine probably, when that happens. When I show, show up in a sports car. Or was the dog your midlife crisis? No, that was not a midlife right. crisis. So you haven't even had that happen Yeah. And I'm going to wait retire before I have a midlife crisis. Well, you can maybe make an argument that he had it when we kind of moved in here. How and, so? Well, you know. Like what he, big purchase did he make yeah. or a big trip did he go on? Not a big purchase, None. but he had, you know. A his, breakdown? Uh, no, no, no. He just kind of was very active socially, let's say. Oh, he said when for, I was having a lot of dates. That's not a midlife crisis. That's a single man in his 30s finding himself finally. That's all that or is. Or 40s. Or 40s, yeah. 40s. <laughs> well, whatever. I mean. <laughs> Finding 25 Not for nothing. <laughs> Hello? If you were single and in your 40s, you wouldn't have done the same. That's not a midlife crisis. That's living life. Yeah, I guess so. Live. He's got needs, Eddie. Live, this damn it. That's true. Right? I mean, he didn't find himself in one way until he was 26. So 22. Whatever. And now and in the, 40s. I guess the Bradley Beach condo doesn't count. No, no like I a, think that's a beautiful place to live. That was a I sensible don't. purchase. I, I happen to agree with you. I think that's a smart purchase, too, that'll it's, go up in value as it's well. increasing in value. Exactly. I agree. I, so, Thank no, I don't, I don't think you've had it yet. Oh, God help us when that does happen.
We got uh, yeah, yeah. RQB Mike White's on fire. Keep singing. We got to take a break. 25 in front of six. We'll reset a little bit because, by the way, the Giants lost last night. So did the Knicks. We'll get to that and more coming up. And then Boomer and Gio at the top. It is a lo- Monday was so great. Loser Tuesday here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Steely Dan, 542. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday morning. It is Alan Jerry, the warm-up show until 6 o'clock, Boomer and Geo. Then it is the morning after a giant loss. It is the morning after a Nick loss. It is the morning after the Mets officially fire their acting GM. So we call it Loser Tuesday. That was a surprise to me. I didn't know that uh, the giant that the Mets GM was still on the payroll. I thought the guy oh, yeah. got fired as soon as uh, he got his DWI. They, no, no, they put him on leave. So they now put him on he blast. Is. Now he is looking for work. Is that right? Maybe he can go to the paint department at Home Depot like I will at some point. Uh, yes. Well, maybe you guys could be coworkers over there. You never know. Me and Zach Scott, listen, I'll I'll blend the green paint. You blend the blue paint, and away we go. Jerry, where are the paint sponges? Listen, Zach Scott. Aisle 19, left side. Get it together. Did you know you could go on the apps? I just found this out. Let's like say you're in a Home Depot, and you're like, I have no idea where things are in Home for the Depot. aisles. Yeah, and you go on yes. the app and you can type in what you're looking for. It tells you what aisle it's in. What's ironic about you saying this right yeah. now is that I was in Lowe's the other day and I was looking for a garage door opener. I needed to replace it. I didn't know where to even begin. Went to the app and found it in yeah, two seconds. You. Very cool, actually. Yeah. That is true. I feel like I know stuff when that happens. It's also nice that you don't have to wander aimlessly. Correct. Because those stores are huge. Although most of the time you'll wander aimlessly first. Because you think you could figure it out, and well, then you go, where's the app? What well, also depends on your day. You also might want to wander aimlessly because it means it's going to take you longer to get home. Correct. <laughs> take the long way. Yeah, no problem. I'll run yeah. out and grab blah, blah, blah. You know, I'll see you in an the, hour and a half. I'll head to the other Home Depot. They may have it. I actually do wonder. There was during the pandemic, I went to Home Depot once, and at the time, they were only letting in, I think it was 50 shoppers at a clip. And so when two would leave, two would be allowed in. And I remember I was going in for something for... Some plumbing piece I was looking for specifically. And there were three guys that were just sipping coffee, drinking crumb cakes, just hanging out in the aisle I was in. And all they were doing was shooting the breeze because clearly they had been locked up. And all they were doing was complaining about what their home life was. Right. They're like, let's go hide out in the Home Depot for well, a Well, that's what they while. were doing. It's exactly what they did. They might have hung out there all day. I have no idea. We have a live look at the Geo's home uh, situation where he's broadcasting from. There's an empty chair with a uh, towel. On it. What's he doing with the towel? I don't know. It looks odd. By himself in that room. It's got <laughs> nothing on the walls. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, last night, Giants lost 2017. Yep. Uh, a, a couple bad penalties. Yeah. A bad offsides for A couple them. bad calls, a couple bad penalties, a couple of bad choices with the timeouts and bad headsets. And the Giants couldn't move the ball in their final drive. Yeah. Game over. Went backwards. Von Miller, Jerry, this was interesting news yesterday from the NFL. Von Miller is being traded to the Rams. He was uh, seen fighting back tears. He was told by the Broncos that he will be going into their ring of honor at mm-hmm. some point, I guess, when he retires. 
but they're shipping them off to the Rams. How old is Von Miller now? Not sure. I was listening to Cartner Roberts yesterday, and I don't know if this was just something they created themselves, but uh, they said that Von Miller supposedly that there was a problem in the locker room with him. Oh, yeah. I saw this. I read and heard this nowhere else other than Carton and Roberts. They said that Von Miller threw a Halloween party and invited everyone and then expected players to pay a couple thousand dollars to go to the party once they got there. Right. And it started a trouble in the locker room. Well, there is. It's written about here. So this is not. It is written about. Um, it's not a Carton and Roberts exclusive. No, I don't. I don't believe it is. So he's 32, by the way. Okay, and I wouldn't even know if he's still at the top of his game or not. I have oh, not he seen is, him. Well, you don't know that. Well, they said you always got to know where Von Miller is. I heard a quarterback say that recently. Fair enough. So let's see. A source with direct knowledge: uh, Miller became upset when teammates declined to kick in for his annual <laughs> Halloween party. It's a massive affair with a six-figure price tag, and it also had hip hop acts. The hip-hop act Migos. I don't know who they Migos? are. Migos? Yes, you know who they are. I have um, heard of them, actually. His request for financial help came as a surprise to his teammates. They had assumed they were invited guests. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to need $1,000. He even wanted the rookies to contribute several thousand dollars. Yeah. That's a bit much. Meanwhile, he made like made like ninety million dollars in his career. Yeah, that would be like Boomer inviting us to his house and then asking us to pay, you know, one hundred and fifty dollars right. at the door. That's not his style. Like, dude. wait a minute, you invited us to your party, right? That is not his style. I see Adrian Peterson assigned with the Tennessee Titans, kicking the tires on Adrian. Well, that's devastating news for the Titans. With Derrick Henry likely yeah. done for the season, yes. I mean, he is the best back in football, and they just lost him. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, He's so gone. Uh, maybe they'll see Adrian Peterson out there, Jerry. Well, you're going to. Oh, but they sent him to the practice squad. Is that just the process of how you get somebody? It on could your be. Team? Maybe they'll see if he's got anything left, oh, and we'll see if he's left. out there. In a, so he, so Adrian Peterson, he's the, 53 years old. I, I check Wikipedia. Him, he's got to be he's in his mid to late 30s, doesn't he? I would die mid to late 30s. I feel like that dude's 40. You realize how long ago he was on the Vikings? Yeah, a long time ago. It really is something. Jerry, he was on the cover of Madden 1989. That's how old he is. <laughs> He's not that old. I'm telling you. Come on now. Adrian Peterson. Give me your best guess. I'm going to no. say Adrian Peterson's 37 years old. Like I'm gonna say, I was going to say 39. Oh. 36. 36. I almost nailed that. 36. And, I, but it does. It feels like he was like forever ago. Yeah. Well, listen. These guys come out of college. They're 22 years old. He was you know so. He was 22 and 07 with the Vikings. Yeah, right. It just feels like, I don't know. Yeah. I would have thought older. But also goes to show, too, how the running back's career, how quickly it can just kind of dissipate. Like, Tom Brady's 44 still at the top of his game. Well, that was the weirdest thing, like, DeMarco Murray. Like, the one year he yeah. wins the rushing title, and the next year no one's interested in him. Yeah. Like, what? Didn't he go to the Titans, too? Yeah, Isn't he that where he the went? the Titans at one point. After the Cowboys? Yep. I the, know. Years ago when I was doing fantasy football, I would notice that, right? They're like, one year... Everyone wants this one running back, and the next year, no one's interested in them. Well, I also think, too, partly is the money. So, like, the running back shelf life, they, they don't want to pay. You know, guys like Ezekiel Elliott getting paid, not going to happen anymore. Like they're just They're just going to draft the next. Well, that's why the Giants got, what do you do with them? You know, you gotta. You have to make a decision now. My name is DeMarco Murray, and mm-hmm. I do have Linsanity. Wow. Even he had Linsanity. I don't remember him in here. He was in here. We had him in here a couple times. What? Really? Yeah, we had him in here pre-draft, which was weird. We also had Von Miller in here pre-draft. And no one really knew who he was, and we were hoping, like, he'd be a big star. Yeah. He is. Well, I think Dak Prescott was one, too. I wasn't all that familiar with him when he came in here. 
We did not have Dak Prescott. I thought you had Dak in here. Nope. Not during the Super Bowl week? Oh, in stu- at Super Bowl? Yeah. Yes, we did have Dak Prescott at Super Bowl. But, but not when he was with the Cowboys. No, I think he was already with the Cowboys. Oh, he was? Yeah. I, yeah. Thought he, I thought he was coming out of college. No. Boomer loved him coming out of college, but no one else knew who Maybe know, that's what I'm thinking I of, because no I wasn't was. familiar of him. He went to a school I never even heard of. Mississippi State. Missouri State or something. Mississippi, Mississippi State, State. Bulldogs. I was unfamiliar. Starkville. Jerry, do you Starkville. Think, <laughs> Jerry, do you think this Giants loss would hurt more if not for Mike White? <laughs> Making us I all think happy that, here I think that's over area. right now. What, the... Mike White, that picks up again tomorrow. Really? Today is the Giants' misery day. Yeah, that's true. Has to be. And then tomorrow's Wednesday. It really kicks into gear on a Mike White Thursday. Yeah. And you didn't even get like a respite with the Knicks. Right. So like if you're a New York fan this morning, you lost with the Giants and right. you lost a game with the Knicks, a, a Knicks game that, you know, they were winning that game. And then all of a sudden Toronto goes off in the third quarter and runs right by him. So it's, it's a bad morning. Well, the Giants were winning that game too. They were up 17-14. Yeah, but uh, yes, but yes. on the road, it's not like the, the Knicks were home. Oh. And, you know, 5 and 1, and all this great feeling, and I'm sure it will return when they win their next game. But you're 5 and 1, you're at home, the place is rocking. You got Mike Breen, Breen going bing bong or bang, bang boom. Bing what does he say? What bong. is it? He even did bing that bong. last night bang. on a Julius Randle. No, he did bing bong last night. Bing bong. On a Julius Randle three. Bing so, bong. like, even Breen, who, you know. That surprised me he did that. So all was good. He's into the bing bong as And then well. all of a sudden they lost. And not only did they lose, like they lost by 10. Now the Knicks play the Pacers tomorrow night, Jerry. That's in Indiana where, so, oh, that would be cool, Jerry. Here's what New York invades Indianapolis. For the Knicks game and then the Jet game. Yeah. I'm thinking of going out there. You want to go? <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of going out there on Wednesday after the show, Jerry. And then uh, Wednesday night I'll do the Knicks I, game. No joke. Stay that would there. be a fun trip. Stay there Thursday. That would be a fun. I would actually go if I could. And we teach those John Cougar Mellencamp loving Indianapolis folks what sports is about. When we get When are even, you going to find out what it's about? <laughs> when we get even for that Rick Smith's Reggie Miller crap from years ago. I don't know that a game in November is going to get even for any of that, but okay. But it's just like an invasion of... I, I agree you, with you. I think it'd be a great trip. I bet you there's some New Yorkers 100%. listening right now going, I wasn't going to go. But now that Al and Jerry mentioned this, maybe I'll go try to get a travel deal going. For a brief moment, then they realized they were married and figured they'd get yelled at. Married and have work to go to. That, well, you could take off from work. Yeah, take off. Go do a... do do Go, blah, blah, blah. go do the Knicks-Pacers Wednesday. Jets-Colts Thursday. I would be into that. Maybe we'll take be. the warm-up show there, Jerry. Let's go. Do we have any stations in Indianapolis? I'm sure we do. How does the sports station in Indianapolis work? They have no baseball team. They have the Hoosiers. They've got the oh, Pacers. Yeah. They got teams. And the Colts. And the Colts. We got to take a break. 5.52. We're that close to 6 o'clock. Mm. Boomer and Geo coming up at the top. We'll come back, wrap it up right now on Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence. Another manic Monday in the NFL. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, not a lot of time left. Giants lost in Kansas City last night. The Knicks lost at home to the Raptors. Uh, what else you got? Jerry, on the show today, 9 o'clock hour, we have tickets to see comedian Tom Segura. Are you familiar with him? Uh, I am. You are. Eddie was not familiar with him. I'm familiar with him. Uh, funny fella. Got a, a multiple Netflix specials. I think that's where I saw him. Plays theaters. I used to be really in touch with stand-up comedy. Like, I used to know everything yeah. and everybody. And then when Netflix hit, 
all of a sudden these people are getting specials I never heard of, and they were filling theaters. I was like, where did I? Where, how did I miss out on this? And a lot of them not funny. <laughs> like I, I really struggle with stand up comedy now. Yeah. You don't I, even like Dave Chappelle, and everyone loves I Dave don't, Chappelle. I don't. No, I do not find him even remotely funny. Is that right? Nope. What about Tom Segura? Did you ever check him out? He's okay, yeah. He's funny. Yeah, he's good. There's a few of them that are, and then there yeah. are others that I just sit there like, okay, like, are we going to try and make us laugh, or are we just going to talk for an hour? Nikki Glazer. I do like her like. a lot. Yes, She's got jokes. Whitney Cummings. A lot of people just go on there and tell stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're I like, feel like they're preaching to me. Is that right? Like, that's what I felt like with the one Chappelle special. Yeah. It wasn't funny. He's yelling at me. FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Siri, play WFAN.